0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine.
1: Honey pie! Uh, I'm in love, but I'm lazy, Wow. Paul Dale to be there. Oh, boy. <laughs> do, do you have a, a nickname for your for your wife? Yes. Is it Honey Pie? No. Okay. Are you at liberty if, to say it public? Sure. I, yeah, I call her Bear. Oh. oh. Do you guys watch the Bear?
0: Yeah, actually. I caught up on season one of the Bear over the weekend, uh-huh. and I'm very excited to watch season two. Uh, cause I, I like, uh, the album monster by REM mm-hmm. and, uh, strange currencies is one of my favorite songs. And I know that they soundtracked the trailer with it. And I was like, okay, I need to like watch more than just the pilot episode of the mm. bear.
1: <laughs> it's pretty tense, but uh, I haven't seen season two yet, but I'll, I'll get to it.
0: It is very tense, but they use music very well. I guess we're, mm-hmm. re- we're really devolved here. When pop culture talk here. I thought they used, um, uh spiders kids Smoke" by wilco incredibly well in the second to last episode because that song is literally just a panic attack and the (laughs) chaos of the kitchen spoiler alert uh that's not really much of a spoiler no no. uh kitchens can be crazy uh was just a perfect choice so i'm excited i heard i hear the season two is better and i can't wait to
1: watch it you should be a musical consultant for these for shows
0: You know, Roger, I would love to be a musical consultant for shows.
1: If anybody's out there who has any power in the industry, I know where there's a writers' strike going on. I I would highly recommend Mr. Loden Get yours. I would
0: also. uh, How about you and I go into business together with this one?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I'll be your your agent. It'll be my
0: agent. Oh, well, you just so you just want to take ten percent is what you're what I'm hearing.
1: Uh, Well, we'll maybe maybe fifteen
0: is this we're back to the uh the i'm in
1: love but i'm lazy <laughs> try to i like i appreciate you try to steer back to the beatles i don't uh, know I, I, I feel like you'd be better at it that that's not because i don't want to work it's not that
0: i didn't mean to suggest that okay
1: so honey pie by the beatles aka paul mccartney in this case uh this feels almost too perfect for paul he absolutely would have fit right in with vaudeville in the rory 20s uh the song is weird to me because i was thinking about it like this you know like the song parodying the 1920s and 1930s that came out in 1968 would be the equivalent today of parodying the 80s and 90s
0: yeah
1: and it feels like the change in music was much bigger from the 20s and 30s to the late 60s compared to from the 80s to now right because, yeah. I mean, the '80s, the the um, you know the stereotype would be like synthesizers, but like that's pop music now, isn't it? You know. But Honey Pie, this is the equivalent of the monsters of megaphone, Mister Sh- Show Sketch to me, except not good. Um, the White Album and the Beatles generally, they're they're usually so good with taking the piss out of music genre, taking the piss out of a music genre, while also making a good relevant tune on its own superficial merits but honey pie doesn't do the latter and as far as the former goes you can't tell where paul really lands on music hall i i will say i've grown to mostly tolerate it i used to can't stand it sure
0: i think i mean i i never thought of this as like a piss take of the genre and i think paul it, like it comes off to me that paul you know he's talked about how he's you know not just interested in rock and roll in those days. Like he mm-hmm. wanted to write a song for Frank Sinatra. I forget which one that was. Um, uh, suicide, you know.
1: I think was what he, it was called. Frank didn't, oh, really? Uh, yeah, Frank didn't, uh, didn't take it.
0: Well, and your bird can sing anyway.
1: Well. Wow. Uh, but,
0: you know, Paul, again, he loves a prompt. And, you know, I think as a musical exercise, if he's going for a music hall type thing, I think he really nails it. Um, and him doing something like this isn't all that surprising, you know, considering what he's been doing the past few records. Um, the old 78 phonographed effect when he says, she's hit the big time mm-hmm. is oh, a little bit much for me. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. corny. It's over the top. It's come on, everyone say it with me. Pure, pure McCartney. McCartney. Yes. My favorite. <laughs> and it is a compilation album called pure McCartney. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just, just again, that's pure mccartney baby but i think you make a very interesting comparison to now with the 80s and I, I it seems like the 80s have been revived a lot over the past few years i think it you know it's i think it kind of started first in more like quote unquote indie music and now it's really spilled over to the pop yeah i mean i feel like i feel like uh, that Dua leaper record was basically an 80s album
1: mhm you know uh the 1975 for one. I think are, they do a lot of synths.
0: I have never listened to them. I couldn't tell you a single song of theirs. Mm.
1: Well, they were in the I news he, lately, but not for... I say, I heard, I've heard
0: he's in the news.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, I
0: guess. Yeah.
1: Uh, so let's, let's figure out, let's find out the story behind Honey Bay. Sure. Uh, Paul said, you know, uh, in many years from now, his book, his biography." autobiography with barry miles that came out i think in the 70s or 80s just uh that he claimed both john and him had great love for music hall what the americans call vaudeville mm. he very much liked the old crooner style uh <laughs> reminds me of i think you can. uh i think you should leave i don't know if you saw
0: <laughs> no i've not the seen the season
1: <laughs> uh, anyway uh and he used that this is his words I very much like the old crooner style, the strange, fruity voice that they used. So Honey Pie was me writing one of them to an imaginary woman across the ocean on the silver screen who was called Honey Pie. It's another of my fantasy songs. And he later said in his lyrics book that he was thinking of Fred Astaire and the whole world of the silver screen, which all that makes sense. Uh, I'd, he said, I'd be very happy to be thought of as a channeler of Nat King Cole or Fat Domino or Fred Astaire. I don't think there's any denying the idea of being a medium. I definitely dreamt yesterday, so I'm sure I've channeled many other songs.
0: Interesting uh, quote there. Yeah, yeah.
1: The Beatles began recording the song on October 1st, 1968 at Trident Studios in London's Water Street. That was one of the times that somehow the Beatles could not get time at Abbey Road. Uh, the Beatles could not get time at Happy Road. Just one take was recorded on the first day, although it's likely a number of rehearsal attempts had previously been recorded and wiped. Paul played piano. George was on the six-string Fender bass. John played electric guitar, and Ringo was on drums. The next day, Paul taped his lead vocals and let it add a lead guitar part. Uh, George Harrison, in 1987, complimented John on the solo. He said it was a brilliant solo. On Honey Pie. It sounded like Django Reinhardt or something. It was one of them where you, could, you just close your eyes and happen to hit all the right notes. It sounded like a little jazz solo.
0: Yeah, it's a great solo. And honestly, I had thought it was George. So this is revelation to me. And, you yeah, know, kudos to John. It, it absolutely sounds like a Django
1: Reinhardt solo. <laughs> like, like perfectly.
0: <laughs> do-do,
1: do-do, do-do. Which is funny, because you'd think John would absolutely hate this song. It had nothing to do with it. Right. <laughs> George Martin's woodwind arrangement, prepared from a rough mix made at the end of the first Trident session, was recorded on October 4th. Written in the 1920s jazz style, it featured five saxophones and two clarinets. He did a good job on that. Um, did he
0: hire Woody Allen to play the clarinet on it? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: uh, he, I don't know if he was po- oh He was starting to be popular around that time. Uh, I don't know if his whole clarinet thing. <laughs> He's like, I'll miss just for this.
0: I wouldn't want to be part of a band that would have me.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, at Sorry. the end of the att- session, <laughs> McCartney added a brief vocal overdub, the line, now she's at the big time. It was fed through an audio compressor to reduce the treble and bass. The sound mm. of an old photograph record was also superimposed to give added period authenticity, which Andrew loves.
0: Oh, I love it. Look, look, again...
1: He nailed what he's trying to do, uh-huh.
0: but it doesn't mean I have to like it.
1: Paul said, we put a sound on my voice to make it sound like a scratchy old record, so it's not a parody. It's a nod to the vaudeville tradition that I was raised on. Okay, but you destroyed vaudeville. <laughs> you know, you helped destroy it. So, it's you're like, yeah, great, uh, you did a song in our style. You ruined my career. The song has been covered by Alan Klein, Barbara Streisand, Jack Sheldon, the King Singers, Don Partridge, the Golden Gate Quartet, Tuck and Patty, and John Pizzarelli, among others. In the 1978 film Sextet, Dom de Louise performed a song. It's on YouTube, and I like it. It's, uh, it makes me like the song more uh, than before. Uh, it's pretty nice. Love Count How many times is the word love in Honey Pie? Twice. Both in the line, ah. I'm in love, but I'm lazy. Josie scale. Uh, I'm giving give this a Josie.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you and give this one a Josie. So, this one did not hit the big time for me.
1: Oh, oh, that's a shame. Uh, if if only they fully dated agent like me, Honey Pie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrews hit the big time. Did I say it like this? Uh, so story time, the, uh, this morning, just this morning, I was at the psychiatrist's office, you know, because I'm crazy. And uh, basically, at the psychiatrist, it's like waiting for half an hour to talk to the psychiatrist for two minutes, and then leave. Uh, so I'm waiting. It's me and, like, two old ladies and an older uh, black gentleman. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear, uh, I have honey pie in my head. <laughs> And it wasn't Audi Pie. All of a sudden I hear, uh, I ain't got any friends left to talk to. And then, like, that's it. And wow. I realized, I think the guy, it was one of those three people, the guy accidentally, he left his phone, it, he probably unplugged his headphones, and he was like, he had the sound still on, and he pressed play. Like, And I didn't realize what happened for a second there, because... It was early, first of all, and secondly, like, what are the odds that out of any song that came out of this guy's phone, it was "Your Love" by Delfield? It was a, that's it was amazing. And this was this morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, uh, um, if you follow me on Twitter, and I'm not giving it giving out my handle. Um, Loaded eleven, go on. <laughs> oh God, damn it! um I've buried deep within it. I have a years long thread of every time I hear that song out in public and saying what the situation was, because I kept hearing it everywhere, like grocery stores, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, to make it baseball related. I was working a game at the Oregon duck stadium and, uh, current Cincinnati red Spencer steer kept walking up to "You're live by the outfield. So I kept hearing it like five mm-hmm. times a game for the entire series. Or so it was great. Any, <laughs> anywho.
1: Wow, okay, so you could add mine I, I don't know if it's allowed to have guest, uh, guest uh, references
0: I Basically, uh, other people have started messaging me Every time they hear uh, it So I've And I've always encouraged them It's like, you have to start your own thread Okay So you can start your own thread on Twitter Every time you, you hear that song in public
1: Or I could say it on this podcast
0: Or you can say it on this podcast, that's true The Beatles are a pretty nice band Talk about them day after day